Hey guys, welcome to the latest episode of this unbelievable line. On today's show, I not only have Chrissy from AYA on to share about their exchange program, its mission, and what it offers, but we've also wrangled up some of the most current exchange students to give us a global perspective on the program and their time in the U.S. Guys, let's start to take it away. We're going to start with what country did you come from and how long have you been here? Okay, so I'm and I'm from the Republic of Georgia, that is in Eastern Europe, and I came here in the start of September. Okay, um, I'm Max. I'm I'm uh, living with Georgi. I'm from Germany. Um, I and I also came here in September. And we're hosted um, hosted in Indiana. My name is Audrey. I came from Indonesia. Uh, it's located in Southeast Asia. And me and Mariana are double placement, so we live together. And I came here on September, and I speak Indonesian. I'm from Brazil, that is South America. I speak Portuguese. Normally, people think that I speak Spanish, but I actually speak Portuguese. And I came here in the end of December, so I'm, I'm here only for one semester. What made you choose to study abroad and do this experience? I chose to go like for an exchange here because I first saw it on TikTok about because my program is a scholarship program. It's called Kennedy Luger Youth Exchange and Study. So it's a scholarship from U.S. Department of State. And when I saw that on TikTok, I feel like this experience will be an unforgettable experience for me because I will live in America for 10 months by my own in a real American host family in a new uh, environment and all of that. And this program became more popular um, recently. So many people um, wanted to go for an exchange um, and get the scholarship from US Department of State. So this program will be kind of like prestigious to put as your experience in your CV and all of that. And I also want to challenge myself to be independent in another country and also challenge myself to like learn something new because I feel like I've never been abroad before. So going to America uh, is the first time I've been abroad for my country and I've never been away from my family too. So I would just, I would like just to challenge myself and I feel like going for an exchange here will give me like a lot of knowledge and I feel like it will like broaden my perspective and career options. So yeah, that's why. Yeah, so I'm interested in doing an exchange program since I'm like 12, 11 years old. Because of YouTube, I was used to watch a lot of Brazilian girls that came here to America to stay with the host family and everything. So I really loved how they show the America in all of the high school. The high school is very different from like the high school in Brazil and the high school in America. So that was something that I really wanted to do since I was younger. I also wanted to improve my English. Now I'm speaking like much better than since I came here. And I did some some years of English course in Brazil. Um, so I could like know how to speak English before I come. And also to challenge myself as Audrey said, because we are here by ourselves, we don't have our parents, so we have like to um, take care about our own stuff and do our own things by, by ourselves, so that's basically why. 
what are some of the similarities with our country and yours? And maybe tell us some of the differences. Um, one of the things is like basically the fast food and some stores that you guys have here that I also have there in Brazil. But about the culture, I think it's really different. Like all of the people um, and everything. So I I, I will go with the simil similarities first since you asked that in the beginning. So I feel like the the like modern world is kind of like the same. So we also have like big malls or like big American brands go to our country, like Taco Bell, Subway, we have it all. But maybe people like never heard of my country, like Indonesia, but we are like as developed um, as here. We still have like brands like H&M and all of that. And for public transportation, we also have like a Indonesian Uber, and you guys like have DoorDash here, which I found like very interesting. And we also have like Indonesian version of like DoorDash. So like the daily life is kind of similar. So I know Americans, how Americans love to DoorDash. We also love to DoorDash, but it is like Indonesian version of DoorDash application and Indonesian version of uh, Uber. So as teenagers and before I left here, I cannot drive. So either my parents drop me everywhere or I can just call for Indonesian version of Uber and also love to DoorDash everywhere and anytime. So I feel like that's one of the similar uh, similar thing that my country has with America. And for differences, I feel like high school is like the biggest difference that I encounter here because like... um. America is very big at sports. Like after school, um, students have like their own sports or maybe like you do tennis, football, um, track and all of that. But us, we don't really do sports. Um, the only sports that I feel like um, most common in my country is either like basketball, basketball or like badminton. But America students, like they seem very busy and motivated they're ambitious about sports because um, they can get into like good university by being good at sports. And I found that interesting because in my country, it's more like academic based rather than like sports based. So I feel like sports is a very big deal here. And in my country, it's not really. Uh, so it's just kind of interesting how like students here are busy with like um, sports match and all of that. And I always hear like in my country, oh, like a soccer mom or a football mom. And I, I do not understand about it like until I get here and actually like get to see that sports here like is a very big thing. And usually parents like come to their kids like games and all of that and support them. So I, I think like it's very interesting. And the difference, other differences are like students here get to like pick their own classes and student move classes. Well, in my country, we cannot pick our classes and teacher come to our classes. Classes, So like we stuck with the same classmates for three years of high school and the teachers just come to our class. We don't have to move classes. Yeah, it's the same situation in Georgia too. Just like other describe. Like, the people are pretty different. I think like our personality and everything um, I think that in Brazil, people are more, um, I don't know. I, I feel like here in America, people live my 
live more like by themselves in their Brazil people I think they live more like together I don't know exactly how can I explain that um here in America also the food's pretty different like not talking about like some fast foods that we have that is like the same but like there in Brazil we're used to eat like a lot of beans and rice and I think it's more like veggie and maybe like a healthier food. Here you guys eat like a lot of, um, I don't know, like fried foods and everything. So that's like something that is really different. Also like these sports are so different. Like we don't have baseball or cheerleading or football, the like the Brazil we call football, the soccer here. So we don't have it. Um, also like the, I think maybe like the coach that we have in some of these states here, there in Brazil isn't cold at all. Like most of the year it's like just like hot. It feels like only like summer for the whole year. And yeah, the high school is pretty different here. Like what Max said, like this um, high school dream and everything, the high school there in Brazil is pretty different. Um, so what I think is very different about America is you guys have like drive throughs for everything. Like there's drive through pharmacies, which I've never seen in Germany. Um, and even most fast food places, I don't really think have drive throughs um, in Germany. Drive through bank. Yeah, banks, drive through banks, pharmacies, everything. And that's a really big difference. Um, then also how much stuff is free here. Like in Germany, um, usually you have to pay to use the public toilet or public bathroom. You have to pay for water um, in a restaurant if it's uh, sparkling water. You have to, um, you don't get free refills in uh, restaurants, which I really love about America. Um, but we what was your have... favorite thing you've done in the US so far? So uh, in terms of hobbies, I've joined the robotics club in school, and uh, we got to go to a lot of competitions. We got to make our own robot, and we got to program it and then compete uh, with other schools, with other states and other countries. We went to world's competition, too, and that was pretty nice. Also, yeah. I drank a lot of Starbucks this year because we don't have Starbucks in Georgia, and I've, I've been doing it as much as I can until I go back. To like yeah I, I love it it's good yeah um and well i think the best thing yet was prom we do have a kind of similar thing in germany but it's only for seniors um and it is very different um and so i really love the whole um like granting taxes and all the fancy stuff with flowers and uh pictures and eating out and all that stuff and then I also joined the archery team at my school, um, and it was a lot, has been a lot of fun. Um, it's not something that we have in Germany, so um, that was really a great opportunity for me to make new friends on the team. Um, it was super fun. Yeah. And one thing I'd like to add, I got to be in the radio class. Uh, so our school has the career and technical side, so I, ha I had the opportunity to spoke on air for once a week. That was pretty nice. And I got to meet all these you know, amazing people and everything. So I love that. For me, I love like how American school like have all of these dances because like I attended um, senior winter formal back in December and it was like such a lot of fun. 
And I also attended like anchor club dance. It's more like less formal with short dresses and all of that, but it's still um it's still a dance. And for prom, it's like a lot of fun. But um, one of the most unique class that I took here that I don't have in my country is like ceramic class. So like we get to like make a lot of things there, like pottery, and we get to like um take home like the things that we made. So I have this because I just got it today. So this is like the face that I made in my pottery class. Like I glazed it and all of that. And I made a bunch of mugs from scratch like this and like um stamp it by my own stamps and all of that and get to glaze it. And I also paint on my mugs like this. And you can actually like use this because it's safe for like my career and all of that. And also, I also like carve on my mugs like this. And I also made a butter dish this so I think it's just like really fun how like American students actually like get to explore what they really like and the school like provide them with that first um like classes and all of that and I don't have this in my country so I feel like that's like one of my favorite things that I've done in America so far um for me one of my favorite things here that I've done was um in um join the cheer team cheerleading it was um it was one of the first things that I did. So like right my first day of school, I just went to the cheer room. I talked to the coach, and she invited me to watch um one of their practices that they would have on that day. So I stay after school, I watch it, and I've done gymnastics and dance back in Brazil. So um it wasn't like that hard for me, I guess. They were like in the end of the season, so I just got to go for like to like few games and few practices. But there was the place that I think I met most of my friends here. Um, and also the anchor club dance in the prom. I think mainly the anchor club dance. Um, it was like my first dance here. I also met like um new people over there. Um, from my high school that I didn't get to know them um during the classes and everything and it was pretty fun we went like to restaurant before um we took pictures on the lake and those kind of things in the park the prom was also like pretty fun like um not just because of the party but everything that you have to do before going to prom like getting your dress and like having to choose your dress and sharing like your dress with your friends in getting like her corsage that matches like the same color um, and like go to get your nails done, do your hair, everything like that we see the Americans doing, um, we get to do here um, while the, during the exchange program and it was such like a pretty, such like a good experience. We also went like me and Audrey, we went to um a hotel here that there's like a, a restaurant inside and some of my other friends went to the same hotel so I got to take pictures with them also so we Start talked with, like really fun. Uh, when you first come in the U.S. like and you go outside sunshine's different Gr the ground feels different the air like you breathe it that feels that even feels different also food and water tastes different and it's different kind of food and everything 
and you have to speak like English all the time. So that kind of stresses you out at first, like to not pronounce any words wrong or something, but then you'll get used to it. And <laughs> when, when I first came here, um, I, I remember I tried to speak children to my house parents and everything, but then I like, no, <laughs> they, they only speak English, <laughs> no, my own language. So that was the process. Also, high school was different. It was a bit smaller than I was uh, usually used to. And I met a lot of new people. Making friends was really actually really easy for us because me and Max were like only exchange students in the school. So they were like all over us, like trying to meet us and trying to get to know us. So I'd say our school is pretty small, but um, we know like almost every one of the students in the school. Yeah, so for me personally, the hardest thing to adjust to was um, Evansville not having any good um, public transport. Because back home in my hometown, I take public transport to go to everything. I do not need my parents to drive me anywhere. Um, and here, I'm so dependent on the car, on my host parents or host siblings to take me places. Um, and that's that was just really different because I couldn't go. Wait, I, if I really wanted to go somewhere, but there was no right, I just couldn't go. And I, I didn't really like that at first, but, you know, I got used to it. Um, and then also, it was really hard being away from my family. Um, and I know it's hard on them, too, um, and on my friends. but Especially and, in the holidays. Yeah, the holidays, like Christmas and stuff, and birthdays. But after some time, you just get used to not seeing them and only seeing them on the screen. Um, and you, you'll be fine. Yeah. What was adjusting from being away from home like? For me, um, I don't really feel homesick, just because um, well, um, during my time here, I can I tend to get like busy with school or like friends and all of that, so I don't really have time to like, um, just to like be set or like remember them. I mean, I I miss my family, but I like it here too, so it's like, I'm okay. But um, the hard part is like um at school. Because I don't have any host sibling that goes to the same school as I do. And my school is like a very big school. It has like 2,000 people and all of that. Because it's like the only school in our city. So, and I came in September. And I am a senior. So, when I came, everybody tend to like already have their own friend group. And it's just kind of hard to like start from zero. And getting like friends at the school. But as time goes by, uh, as time goes by... I get friends at the end, but it was hard from um at the start in the beginning. Um and adjusting to like host family, um, life is also hard because like the schedule and stuff, it's like different. And also like what Max said, like transportation wise, it's hard because I feel like you will need a car to go like everywhere here. So okay, yeah. um at the beginning I feel like it was pretty hard. Um about like missing my family even because I came here in December um one day before the new year so it was already like a holiday kind of because in Brazil like the new year it's something like pretty big everyone's like together we watch like fireworks and like I don't know we go to parties or and stuff and we stay with our family so it was like the very first day and I was already like kind of in a holiday without them. So it makes harder maybe. And even like even like in the hot in the hard times here, like if something happens, 
the first thing that I think about my parents, so that makes me miss them even more. But about like um the friends and everything, I think that was the the part that makes me that made me like have strength to keep going and everything because I feel like I made friends um pretty easily here. Um, I don't know if it's because I'm an exchange student or because I just joined Life is Sport in the first day that I came. So I could I have like the opportunity to meet a lot of girls in the very first day of school. And also I don't know, some classes that I took that I'm taking, um, I got to know a lot of people, um, the dances too. So yeah, I feel like I'm a kind of outgoing person there in Brazil, so here wasn't like different so yeah they the people that i met here um make the situation easier and that was pretty good pretty good all right now we're going to turn it over to christy to tell us a little bit more about the aya program christy take it away okay okay so um aya is umbrella under the american institute for foreign studies foundation um that program has been around for a very long time. Um, that is from, let's see, 1967. AYA was established in 1981. And um, I have been doing this for, or I should say, I've been, I was talking to a friend recently. And when I said something about being a uh, local coordinator, which means I'm supervising students that I place in the area, um, I mentioned 10 years and she says, haven't you been doing this longer? And I said, well, yes, as a host family, um, I have been doing it longer, but as an actual local coordinator, I've been uh, with AYA for 10 years and uh, been enjoying that. I can uh, place students in, uh, well, actually I can place students anywhere in the U.S. I mean, if you've got a cousin or a childhood friend that is located in Texas that you think would be um, great for the program, you know, and the, the student would have a great time with this uh, particular family. By all means, I'd be happy to, you know, help them find a student. And then I, obviously, Texas is a little bit far for me to go down and supervise for. So um, I would find one of our uh, many, we have lots, Texas is a big state. So we have lots of uh, great local coordinators there, as well as in other states across the whole U.S. But the Department of State does regulate how far we personally can uh, supervise students. And being located where we are, I can supervise students in Illinois, Indiana, and Kentucky uh, to a certain range. Um, as far as host families go, um, our host families are volunteers um, that are able to choose a student uh, based on uh, the student's gender, their um, their home country, as well as the interests of the student, hoping to match up interests of the family. And um, we have lots of different students still available right now. There's about 80 students on our website. The obligations are that um, you would need to be uh, at least 25 years of age. And I have had some people say, oh, I'm too old for this. And believe it or not, I have had several 
uh, single ladies as well as retired couples up into their 70s that have hosted and had a great time with, with their students. Um, so that's the age requirement. Um, the student needs to have a bed. Um, obviously, we can't have them sleeping on the couch or a blow up mattress or something. They are allowed to share uh, a room with the same gender student within a five year age range. If if um, you don't have an extra, you know, full bedroom available and you just have a, an extra spot where we can help you get a bed uh, uh, if you so need to, because a lot of times when a student is sharing a room, the family doesn't just happen to have an empty bed sitting in that room. Um, so that's, you know, also one of our things, you know, I get people that'll say, oh, I'm too old, or I don't have any kids in high school anymore. I don't have an extra room, that kind of thing. Um, we ask that you provide, um, three meals a day for them. Most, um, most of our students are going to go have lunch at school, and unless they're in the grant program, they would be taking care of their own school lunch. We do ask for the students that are here on the grant program that the family either send uh, a lunch to school with the student or pay for their lunch so that they do have enough money to, to be here. Um, they also um, are grants slash scholarship students. Um, receive a stipend so that that can help with their entertainment. Um, they get money for uh, book fees, which unfortunately is kind of high in Indiana, a little bit better, I think, in my schools in Illinois and Kentucky. So a bit about um, um, our mission um, is to promote worldwide understanding through cultural exchange. Our um, and the aim for the program is twofold in the, in the fact that we're trying to develop greater understanding and sensitivity, uh, appreciation for American life, as well as uh, on the part of the international uh, teens and to stimulate Americans' interest in international culture and uh, language. We have uh, most of our students that come over are not just bilingual, they're multilingual. And that is something, unfortunately, this can't, country just can't boast about. We, uh, many people don't know more than English in our country. So we want to promote that um, amongst the uh, American teens as well as um, the families. I always like the students to help teach me a few words while they're here. I need to work on them <laughs> because I'm not remembering what I should, but because we have hosted um, uh, a good range of, of students from different countries. I do have a list, if you'll give me a second, I can tell you um, if you're interested in uh, hosting this year, what countries we still have available. It's kind of a long list. We, we only have about 80 students left. We have boys and girls left. Not all of the countries are gonna offer both uh, boys and girls just for the fact that there might only be one student from that country remaining. But I show our current countries are Austria, Bahrain, Brazil, France, Gaza, Germany, Italy, um, Jordan, Lebanon, Poland, Spain, Switzerland and West Bank. So lots of variety there. Um, the kids um, have lots of interest. You know, I when I promote um, the exchange program to various people, I always say, you know, you can you can look at it two ways. 
if you love to travel, uh, think of how great it would be to go visit a student in their country. You would have your own personal tour guide in a sense. You know, sure, you can find all the touristy things that are available in that country, but you have a local that knows all the local spots, you know, that can take you to some of the things that you might not otherwise know about. And then on the opposite end, maybe you're afraid to fly like some people I know and would never think about, you know, traveling abroad. Well, bring bring these kids to your home. Bring that culture here. Have them. Ha I've had kids um, in my kitchen cooking up different foods. We have lots of um, activities through the year and I have the students bring food with them. You know, we talk about their their school system, their country, their families, just, you know, all kinds of very interesting stuff that you can learn about by having someone uh, in your home. Um, we do offer um, students, some students will be here for a school semester. The majority of our students will come for a school year. Uh, and as school is a quickly approaching, uh, I would say that if you're on the fence about hosting a student, then maybe you could try a welcome period, which would be like one to two months of picking a student and having them come into your home and just see if you guys are a good match. Um, you know, if, if you're not a good match, that's okay too. The student will probably have uh, met somebody at school, maybe in a sport, maybe in a class at lunch or something that they you know, can connect with, and maybe that student would, you know, help the student finish out um, the school year if they're here for, whether it's the school year or just the semester. So th there's lots of options. Um, we call the welcome family kind of like that bridge or the gateway to getting here. It's a, it can be a little intimidating to go on a website and pick a, a faceless person out to come live in your home. You know, but once the student gets here and they're out on the football field with a uh, little Johnny or, you know, in in class with Betty, you know, they're they become not this faceless person. It's a real kid that maybe you've seen at little, you know, events at the school. Maybe there's been um an open house, or like I said, maybe you went to a game and you saw, um, you know, Ellie playing soccer with your with your daughter, or or just sitting in the stands, you know, cheering um, for the for the the team. That that is something that um, our student, many students, you know, um, like to try out new things. So maybe even if their profile doesn't show that they have played a sport, the reason they're not playing a sport is in their country, it's just not widely available to them. Um, they have, we have school sports and school spirit, and that's something that the, the kids will talk about. They love, you know, the school spirit, and if they're not top-notch in that sport, then they're not going to be able to play in their country, because I always uh, akin it to them being on a travel team here. You're gonna to have to be good enough to be on a travel team um, here 
and there, since they don't have it in their school system to get into a club, you're going to have to be really good at it. So the average person that maybe just wants to play in the school, be part of the team, you know, still can play at some of our local schools around here, especially um, schools that maybe have, you know, one team is huge and another team barely has enough students to participate, you know. Now, when you get into some of our more rural schools, you'll you'll have that. But Evansville schools don't tend to have that as much. But then again, Evansville schools will have, you know, they'll have varsity and freshman and JV teams. So they might need kids, you know, at the different levels. Um, so that's always uh, fun to watch the kids experience that. And even though they might not be good enough in their country to be on a cup sport, that doesn't mean they're not, they're not blowing some of our students away here because, you know, some of these countries excel more in different sports than, than we do. So that's always um, fun. I like to, I like to go uh, watch the kids, uh, take some pictures and that kind of stuff. I guess I should mention also um, as part of our program, we are certified with the CSIET, which stands for Council of Standards for international educational travel. Um, always good to get all your ducks in a row and you know be certified with the right people. Like I said, Academic Year in America has been around for a long time. We have great students, a great support system. Um, if their problems do arise and you know that will happen. I've, I've had kids that clash a little bit with somebody or maybe um, they're having a great year, but I got a phone call over the Christmas holiday that one of my kids broke their leg in soccer and wrestling practice and was headed to the emergency room. So <laughs> that was one of those phone calls that I really didn't want to make to those parents, but it happens. And like I said, we had a great support system. Everything worked out well. He was able to stay on program, finish out the rest of the year. He even uh, hobbled along on his crutches with us when we took a trip to Chicago. <laughs> um, so if you do like to, you know, participate in activities, whether whether uh, you are um, a couple that is an empty nester or maybe you ha don't have children yet. I have had um, very successful families in all uh, from all genders and uh, ranges of you know, dynamics. To, I've had several uh, families that were young and didn't have children yet. I've had, I had a very uh, successful year um, this year with a couple of families that only had grade school children and uh, um, the parents loved having a high school around and, and the student loved having little siblings. Uh, one of them, I believe, reminded her of home because she was made, you know, missing her uh, younger siblings that she left back in her home country. You can um, you can host regardless. And if you want to um, participate in sports, whether, whether it be sports or maybe the arts, you want to go to um, a play. I went to a lot of plays this year. I had quite a few kids that were in plays. And uh, that was really nice. So we uh, took a group and some of the host families went with me. Some of the exchange students went with me. One time I went by myself. Um, it, it was a lot of fun. They, um, I've had uh, kids involved in all kinds of different activities. And we have parties here. 
which is always fun. I have a fall party. Uh, my four-year-old grandson is, you know, he gets excited to see some of the students again. Near the end of the year, he was remembering some of their names that had come over for parties, you know. Um, so I always invite the host families as well as the students to any activities I have. We take trips sometimes to various places. I like to, um, when we have grant students, I like to, we have to do um, certain enhancement activities. So the students, uh, we always go up and uh, tour the state capitol. So we like to go to Indianapolis. And if I, I'm always looking for some adult to go with me so that it's just not me and a bunch of teenagers, <laughs> makes it fun. You know, if I can have, have some host families, um, you know, go with me, but it's not an obligation if you want a break and you're busy with something else, you know, the students can go with me as well. Uh, I was talking about enhancement activities with our, um, our grant students. They also are required to do volunteering. I know we got a lot of families out there that um, are very interested in volunteering and, or maybe even a single person that might want to have a someone along with them to volunteer. And um, the grant students are required to do at least 50 hours. I had two students this year that wanted to get a certificate and that's really all they got out of it was just a little certificate that says they achieved 100 hours of volunteering while they were here. Um, our core students are not required to do as much since they're, they're not here, you know, um, through the grant program, but they still are required to do 10 hours and most of them exceed that. So we, um, we like to do volunteering as, um, as groups, as well as just individual families um, can, do, can do volunteering. So if anybody wants to hear any more, no obligation, you're, you're welcome just to you know, contact me to hear uh, more details. Maybe I um, forgot something. Um, I'm gonna give Nikki my information where you can contact me. I have a QR code, there's a website link. I'm also on lots of forms of social media, um, Facebook. I even, my kids think it's funny, I have TikTok. I don't do much on it, but I'm, I'm learning that I'm gonna need to start recording um, more videos of these exchange students. We've got several um, host families and local coordinators that have awesome uh, TikTok stars from some of these exchange students. So if anybody wants more information, like I said, uh, reach out to me. Um, the website is Academic Year in America, but I'll give uh, Nikki my link so that you get connected directly to me. And that way, if you have questions, you won't be talking to someone at our home office in Connecticut, which they're great people. But if you want to talk to someone local, then that would be me. Christy, thank you so much for being on today's show. And thank you to all the students who, who contributed and participated on this episode. So much information. And I love that there are programs like this that, that we can broaden our global experience. Um, so exciting. So I will share the information that Christy is gonna have for me on how you can host your own um, exchange student. And it, it basically, if you have any questions, I mean, it, it's a lot of, of information being thrown at you right now. Um, so if you have specific questions for Christy, I'll put you in touch with her. And I just wanna thank everyone for listening and wish everybody a blessed and wonderful day.